Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Betting, a Sports Garden Network production. We are your source for sports entertainment and credible sports intelligence. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in Betting. I am your host, Tom Barton, from Sports Garden Network. Go check us out, sportsgardengarten.com. You can go check us out on all the social media platforms, Sports Garden, G-A-R-T-E-N, over on Facebook, over on Twitter. And if you're using Facebook and Twitter, it is hashtag S-G-N as well. Look, guys, I keep previewing the baseball week, and then I preview the baseball weekend, and that's what we're going to do here. And I just keep giving you winners. I told you last week specifically that Blake Snell on the strikeout total was going to be huge and to watch out for him this week. Well, this week it was set again at six and a half. Blake Snell went over with ease. He was racking them all up. I mean, there there was no sweat there. Absolute nice, easy winner. I'm going to try to find you a nice, easy winner over the weekend here as well. So we'll preview some big pitching matchups, some games, and some things that I'm going to be taking a look at. We'll start with Friday. Going to Friday, the early game, Justin Steele against Cal Quantrill. Look, Steele has been absolutely phenomenal. I mean, he he really has. Look, if you take out starts against the Reds and Astros, he gave up in five runs in each one of those games. All right, so he got beat by two good offenses. Yes, but Justin Steele has looked like an ace besides that. Steele has held 11 of the other 12 opponents to two runs or less and just wanted one other team the other team that wasn't the 11 of 12, scored three runs, okay? That's how good he's been. So you're looking at Justin Steele, but Cal Quantrill, what do you make of him? He's returning from the injured list. Before that, he allowed 18 runs, uh, 14 runs in eight innings. That was terrible. Um, But he's had some really good starts. He's had times where he's looked really good. You know, Justin Steele, to me, is is not getting the credit that he deserves. I know that it's in Chicago. The wind's maybe blowing out. I get all that. Cubs are over 500 at home, barely over 500. They're barely a better team than the Guardians, but Justin Steele is the much much better pitcher. Um, Let's see, what other good pitching matchups can we take a a peek at here? Uh, Burrios and Paxton, but Burrios was looking really good for a while, fell off the map the last two outings. I still don't buy into James Paxton. Maybe I should start to get there, but I still don't buy in. I wanted John Gray to start on Thursday in a much easier matchup against Detroit at home, but they pushed him to Friday against the Astros. Now, it's the Astros. So as good as John Gray has looked, and he looks great with a 2.89 ERA, I get it, but I can't go near it just because it is the Astros, and they're going to be favorites, right? So you know that Texas is going to have to lay some money. And then we have a very weird line on Friday night. Tampa Bay is a ever-so-slight favorite against Seattle with Shane McClanahan on the mound. First of all, Shane McClanahan should be the Cy Young winner right now. I know he's leading the voting, but it's close. He's minus, uh, or plus 250. Next closest is plus 350 in Framber Valdez. Shane McClanahan, though, you look at him, and he's 11-1 with 2.23 ERA on the season. He's held 14 teams to four runs or less, 13 teams to three runs or less, and 12 of his 14 opponents have failed to score more than two runs. I mean, the guy is absolutely amazing, and he's just not getting a lot of credit for the best team in baseball and the best pitcher in baseball, I know it's on the road, and I know it's a long road trip, and they play Thursday afternoon. I get all that. Still McClanahan, and you're only laying about 110 there. 
Williamson for Cincinnati goes on Saturday in the day game against San Diego, who's yet to announce the starter. Williamson's been an up-and-down kind of guy, uh, but let's be honest, it, it's up-and-down with innings, but not really consistency. Three-earned runs, three-earned runs, three-earned runs, six-earned runs, two-earned runs, right? So he's got the one blip, but he's gone two innings last time out, five, five, five point two. He doesn't go deep into games. Now, the Reds' bullpen is good, but it's not something I overly trust. I'm staying away. Garrett Cole, much of the same. Garrett Cole looks fantastic on the year. 8-1, 2.78 ERA. Flaherty looks bad, but it's a road game. The Yankees are barely 500 on the road, and the Yankees can't score runs right now. I know what they did against Oakland. I know what they did specifically in German start, uh, Domingo German start. I get it, okay? But I don't trust the Yankees' offense right now in this spot. Flaherty, I don't trust him much either, especially the Cardinals, but they've been better of late when you look at, at what they've kind of been able to do. Glass now against Kirby could be a good game on Saturday late or at, uh, that night as well. Verlander, DeScalfani, underrated, good kind of game if you really buy, kind of rip into that one. Charlie Morton against Perez. Look, Perez isn't even on the top list for Cy Young. And all of a sudden, this guy should be. 5-1, and one, 1.34 ERA. He's got 54 Ks in only 47 innings. He's got a 0.98 ERA, and he's going against a great offense in Atlanta. And Charlie Morton, who is under 4 ERA, has been keeping it really, really well so far. So I, that's that's an underrated matchup. Same thing with Gore and Wheeler. Both an underrated matchup. Everyone's loving Zach Wheeler and what he's doing this year. He's top five in the Cy Young voting. And he, look, he's got 3.76 ERA. Mackenzie Gore is a 3.89. It's not like he's winning. Zach Wheel six and four. Mackenzie Gore's four and six. It's not that much of a difference. And Philly's going to be a massive favorite in that one. But the pitching matchup of Saturday and maybe of the weekend is Hunter Brown against Nate Evaldi in Texas. Look, Evaldi had a little trouble with the Yankees last time out. It may not show up on the scoreboard, but he was battling through it. Five point two innings. He let up uh, just two runs, but he walked two. He gave up four hits. He was in and out of trouble. The Yankees uh, were, were loading the bases. I mean, they had some things going. They just couldn't get that run across. Before that, Evaldi, six innings, four runs, seven innings, three runs, six innings, four runs. I mean, I don't want to say that the wheels have fallen off for Evaldi, but he certainly isn't the player that he was with just under a two, you know, just over a two ERA. He's closing in on three, and he's pitching more like a four ERA now. He's going up against a good hitting Houston team. Like I said, you have some blips on the radar for Hunter Brown. Hunter Brown last time out against a good Dodger team in L.A., six innings, one earned run. But before that, against the Mets, the lowly Mets, gave up six runs. Washington shut him down, seven innings, no earned runs. Two starts before that, Minnesota got him for five runs. Look, he's a young pitcher. He's going to be some up and down there. That's a game I might look to the over, even though we have a pretty good pitching matchup. And then we go to Sunday. Peterson's going to start on Sunday, the late game against the Giants. And look, Peterson looked okay uh, but he still has over a 7 ERA, and I look at that more of a futility of the team that he was playing than anything else. Taj Bradley has been racking up strikeouts. Louis Castillo has been good all year with a 2.86 ERA, but not much to show for it with a 5-6 and six record. Bradley came out last time after striking out 19 batters in two games prior to that. He only got two strikeouts. I can't trust him. There's no consistency there. I cannot trust him. I, I, I look at that game, and I go, you want it to be a good pitching matchup, and I'm not sure that it's going to be. Baltimore takes on the Twins. Sonny Gray, 2.67 ERA, but Cal Irvin with a 7 ERA might surprise some people. Okay, he's got a 7 ERA, but he just hasn't been going deep into games. 
Three innings, one earned run against the Mighty Reds, right? Against Tampa, one inning, one earned run. Against the Cubs in in Wrigley, right? Four innings, three earned runs. Before that, Kansas City, five innings, one earned run. He's not going deep into games. He's giving it over to the bullpen, but he's not getting blasted. His ERA is huge uh, because of some blips on the radar, but he's not getting blasted. Uh, Alcantara against Strider should be a great pitching matchup. I'm not sure I'm believing that either one of these guys are going to be a good pitching matchup any longer. Abbott will go against San Diego as an announced um, Abbott's 4-0. Abbott has a 1.21 ERA. Abbott has not looked the same, though, guys, as we've seen. He came out on fire. Milwaukee, St. Louis, and Houston didn't get anything across from him for 15 innings. And now Colorado and Baltimore, in the last 12 innings, he's given up four runs. Four runs in 12 innings isn't terrible, but he is getting the strikeouts. 18 strikeouts in the last two games. You look at him, if you're looking at somebody to maybe jump on for a strikeout total this weekend, Abbott might be the guy if you believe in him. But I'll tell you the matchup that I am really anticipating and I think is the best pitching matchup of the weekend. Zach Gallon against Reed Detmer. Zach Gallon right now is the Cy Young Award leader in the clubhouse as far as odds go. Clayton Kershaw is right behind him, plus 250, plus 350, okay? But you look at Zach Gallon and what he's done all year. 10-2, and 3.02 ERA. He's been fantastic all year. But he's shown a little blips in the radar here the last four games. Over the last four games, Tampa Bay touched him up for four runs in six innings. Detroit touched him up for five runs in five innings. He gave up 15 hits in those 11 innings, 10 hits to Detroit in that game. In between there, though, he shut down Milwaukee and Cleveland, seven innings, one earned run each. Here's the thing to be worried about if you're worried about Zach Allen at all. And I'm starting to get a little concerned from a sports betting perspective. He's had five starts in June, all five games he has given up a home run. Five straight games giving up a home run for a caliber pitcher of, of that he is, that's worrisome. Now he goes to L.A. He's got to take on Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, Hunter Renfro, and the bunch. Going up against Reed Detmers. Reed Detmers might have a 1-5 record, guys, but he's got a 3.77 ERA, 94 strikeouts. Reed Detmers, let's go over his last four starts. Seven innings, one earned run. Seven innings, no earned run. Six innings, one earned run. 5.2 innings, one earned run. Eight, 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 and 10 strikeouts. Reed Detmers has found it. So if you're looking for a play this weekend, yeah, you might be able to get on the Abbott strikeout total, but I think that's going to be inflated. I think the Angels on Sunday are going to be a home underdog. I think Reed Detmers is going to be a home underdog against the inflated Zach Gallen. And I think you could get Detmers probably at a plus value price and Detmers strikeout total. I think they're going to set it at like five, five and a half. And I'll be all over that strikeout total. The Diamondbacks are a good team, a first place team. Obviously, they're a good team. They're a good away team at 24 and 14. But they're also a young team that might be able to have some swing and miss in their game. All right, guys, that's going to do it for me over for the weekend. I'll be back on Monday to preview the next week. Enjoy your sports weekend. I have to tell you, you know, we're, we're picking out a lot of these strikeout totals because that, that's what we can kind of go on. I'm speculating on a lot of the lines, but understand when I give you a team or give you a line, uh, a lot of that is subject to change. Like I said, last week I said Thursday, give me John, John Gray against Detroit, and I figured it was going to be minus the one and a half runs on that one, but he wound up getting his uh, moved up and bumped up. So look at specific situations. That Sunday game might be the best one. Gallon against Detmers. That Detmers uh, prop could be fun, and Detmers plus money could also be fun. That's going to do it for me, guys. Enjoy your week. I'm Tom Barton for Sports Garden Network. We'll be back, and you can bet on that. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.